right. Check, check, check. <laughs> this, this one works, Steve. <laughs> yes, it does. Ah! I'm afraid to yell because this freaking place isn't soundproof. I'm, I'm afraid to even just talk normal. Right. Oh, boy. What a day. Off to a good start. It's only been... Just to give people a little bit of a, a heads up, here it is, uh, 1140. We, we we tried to start this around 1120, maybe yeah. even 1115. Yeah. So it's a short podcast, not because of us this time, although it's probably us. Uh, it's a short podcast because they just moved us into another studio, which doesn't freaking work. <laughs> so it took us 20 minutes to get the engineers to fix it for us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say. The sounds you'll hear in the background is just somebody doing their shift. <laughs> In another studio. Right. And it's not like she's like right next to the wall yelling. She's a good 20 feet away from the window. Just talking. Just having a conversation. And so if you hear uh, Deanna from The Wolf, uh, she's the new third member of the, the Megacast. Right. Deanna Lee. Yeah. She just doesn't hear us. And she just gets to talk and say whatever she wants. So you could tune into her. By listening very closely, or you can listen to us. And it's got to work the other way, too, right? She's probably sitting over there going, what are those guys talking about? Right. I don't know what to do. Well, I guess we start the podcast, Ted. Let's do it. Oh, right one. No. Sorry. Let's just go. (laughs) And I'm afraid I'm going to trip. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome... Boutex Smith and Steve Smith. You are now entering the Megacast. The Megacast. Ted. <laughs> hey, Steve. How are you, sir? Uh, I, I don't maintain it. You know, I all day today in the morning, leading up to this, I'm like, all right. Megacast, focus. Let's get a plan of attack. Have some stuff to do. Let's not fall down the rabbit hole that is Donald Trump. Even though the first thing I have is Trump's four food groups. But like you know, let's 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 do the megacast that people want. Yeah, the one that they need, the one that they desire. We get the push-ups done. We get the TED talk done. We follow structure. All right. And I felt that that was going to be how we were going to do things until I walked into our new mega studios, <laughs> which is actually the Wolf's production room. Yeah. Again, we're just, you know, the little bitches of the radio station. No, I'm just kidding. But I feel like, we're, you know, if I didn't think people liked us here, I would feel like they don't like us with the way that they just throw us in the corner in the kids' table. Yeah. A non-functioning production room. It's awesome. <laughs> I got a wire going through my legs right now just so I can play stuff off of my laptop. Oh, you guys are doing that extra free stuff? Yeah. Oh, you, you, you're giving us more content for our website and you get nothing out of it other than... The awesome connection we make with our listeners, which is great. Don't get me wrong. But, oh, we will make it more difficult for you guys. I saw a picture yesterday on Facebook. Like, maybe you should be friends with this person or whatever. And it's a guy, and it's a picture of him and Taryn. But it's the dude wearing the shirt that says, I ate Fred Durst. Ah, I love that guy. So I was like, all right. Yeah, I'm friends with him on Facebook. We get to be friends. Yeah, it's a Chris, if I remember correctly. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's awesome. I ate Fred Durst. Well, it is the winner of Biscuit, and you know what will put us into a good mood? Even though it's sunny out and it looks beautiful. That is a plus side. Yes. It has been cold, but this is like December, well, the rest of the country. But for Seattle, like, all right, it's cold, but it's clear. I'll take it. I, I, I am fine with this kind of a winner. Yeah. Cold, crisp, yeah. but sunny. I'll take that. I will take 50 degrees cold, or 40 degrees even, 
And hell, even 35. I'll go to 35. Ted. He'll go to 35. That's where I cut it off. It's like the opposite of a uh, auction. Steve's going lower. <laughs> Do I hear 25? No. No. Do I hear 20? No. 15. Absolutely not. But I, I'm with you, man. I'd rather that over like 55, 60 degrees and just overcast and rain. Yeah. Just sucks the life out of you. I feel alive today. Yeah, exactly. The yep. sun helps. Absolutely. So why don't we get things going, Ted? It's good to see you. Yeah, bud. I think we got past our hiccups. It's going to be a shorter podcast because, well, most of our time was spent trying to set things up. But let's get right into the winter of Biscuit. It's a chance to get the heart racing, the blood pumping, and the brain functioning. And you know what? I was too lazy to find another song, so I just grabbed one of the old ones. If only we could fly. Yeah, that works. You can't go wrong with this song. No. I'm getting more and more people sending me tweets, snaps on Snapchat, and emails of pictures of their dashboard readout saying Limp Biscuit because they're listening to it and they're always writing hashtag Winter of Biscuit. Winter of Biscuit. I love that we reintroduced Limp Biscuit to our family. The mega family. Is that just you or is that uh is that a morning show thing? I brought it up on the air on the morning all show right. and on the Migs cast, but it's here. It's all right, the all mega right. cast. It's the mega thing. cast. The other people are piggybacking on us. I'm gonna tweet it out as soon as we're done. Winner of biscuit. Winner of biscuit. All right, let's get ten. All right, all right. Well, we got the push-ups out of the way. We did. We had room. Yeah. There's a chair. My, my left arm was kind of like, oh, I got to keep this nice and tight. <laughs> Ted Talks. Starring the Tech Smith. This might sound like a repeat of the last couple of weeks. <laughs> but stay the course. We're almost to Christmas. Did you even like write things out beforehand? <laughs> Steve, I, I had an Have idea. Have you checked out on us, Ted? Yeah. Okay. Like literally this morning, got up. Good Good morning. Yep. Went took a uh, sauna or a Steve. Jesus Christ. A sauna. The executive workout. Got a sweat in. Walked up the streets of the dry cleaners. Had some new jeans I got altered. Like nice. this is great, right? Yeah. And then I come back. Now, is the executive workout kind of like the Admiral's Feast at Red Lobster? <laughs> the executive, it's just a joke for like, you go take a steam or a sauna or whatever. Uh-huh. So you get a sweat in, but you didn't do anything. <laughs> it's like you're cheating. Yeah. It's like getting lipo. Yeah. <laughs> Ideally, it would be like steam room, sauna, hot tub. I didn't yeah. have a hot tub, so I just took a sauna. Nice. <laughs> uh, all right. So let me take, this is why I say stay the course. So let me take you back to Sunday night. Okay. Sunday, there's a screaming guy outside of my building, right? <laughs> okay. So finally, at like midnight, 12.15, I wake up. It might have been later. And I I just go, uh, shut up. And I kind of was thinking it, but it just kind of came out. I just went, shut up. Wait, were you? I was on my balcony. Okay. (laughs) So then he's like, we'll call it like, I'm not shutting up. Okay, so he heard you. Yeah. What floor are you on again? The third floor. Okay, okay. But it's on a hill, right? On first hill. So it's not that it's not that far from the street to me. Okay. And honestly, I, I don't know that I meant for it to come out. I just was tired. I was just like, shut up. This is enough already. So, right? So then he's like, oh, wait, call the cops. I don't care. Blah, blah, blah. So I call the cops. You did? Yeah. Good for you. The cops show up. He asked you to. Right. Of course, the cops show up. He's Mr. Mr. Friendly uh-huh. and walks away, right? So today, I told you having a great morning, coming back, I got my jeans, and here comes this guy. Keep in mind, I live by a food bank 
in a halfway house. Right. So there's always some excitement. There had already been cops at the food bank in the morning. That's, I like that you refer to it as, quote unquote, excitement. Right. I mean, Other that, people would be like, it's it's kind of sketch from time to time. Yeah. Literally yeah. 830 this morning was cops squealing wheels pulling up to the food bank because there's a big fight. So, and I'm, oh, sorry. And you know me, like I'm pro helping everybody out, food banks, this and that. Right. But this guy keeps screaming. So today I'm walking back down and he's walking up the hill and he's screaming, right? And he looks up and makes eye contact with me and I just start shaking my head. Does he know that you're the same guy? No. Okay. 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 And he's like, and he says something to me and I just go, we're not going through this today. And he goes, so I go, I'm not doing it tonight. Like I'm going to work. When I come back, you're going to be gone or I'm going to deal with you. And he goes, Oh, blah, blah, blah. And I go, yeah, you're a real tough guy the other night when the cops showed up, right? Well, we can go to the alley right now. And I said, well, what you don't understand is I got to go to work. And then if you're still here, which you will be, I'm going to find you and we're going to deal with this. What? And he goes, <laughs> what? He goes, Ted, I know. I'm so, but I am, I am pissed at this Ted point. Ted Smith is walking tall. So, so I'm like, and he's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Let's go in the alley, right? I mean, he's five feet from me. <laughs> now, he doesn't understand. Anyone who's listened to the podcast, the episode that I was on, knows that Ted does not take no crap. Whether you be a man with a home or a man without a home, if you break a bottle and threaten Ted's life, he will push you until you fall on the ground. Right. I forget, right? Like, you've seen it. Yes. So you know that rage. I was yeah. just like, and I literally, to the point where I was like, listen, bitch. <sighs> right? And I, at this point, I won't even look at him. I'm just kind of side turned. He's like, let's go to the alley right now. So I'm like. I got. What time are you getting home from work? So again, I go. You wouldn't understand. You don't work. Oh my god! I don't get home the same time every night. So this is terrible, Ted. In terrible full effect. So then I love it, and it looks so douchey because I'm holding three just freshly tailored pairs of jeans. You're just a businessman. Ah, uh, it's because you did the executive workout. So then I go to the office of my building. I said, "Hey, you guys send security out there. That guy's out there again." And he's like, "Oh, blah blah blah." And finally, I said, "Well, listen." Tonight, if he's out there, like, I'm going to hit him or something. <laughs> Expecting the guy to be like, don't worry, we'll call the cops. No. He goes, well, here's the camera angle. Just make sure it's in self-defense. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I'm like, All right, do I have a date? Do I got to go punch somebody? It's when 3 I get, o'clock high, man. Would I get home now? Well, it's like 6.30 high. Jesus. Jeez, man. So you just set up a fight after work. Yeah. Tonight. And I'm supposed to go to the barbershop and get my beard done. So that's why he's like, why don't you just tell me when you're coming home? And I was like, well, sir, I have to get my beard trimmed before I'm going to get home. <laughs> that's why I was just like, hey, dumbass, I'll find you. You'll be out here yelling. I got to get my beard trimmed, something that you're not familiar with. Yeah. Wow. I know. So so then I talked to the security guard downstairs. I go, you won't believe this ass. And I like his idea. He goes, man, don't get in a fight. He goes, fill up some water balloons. It's cold outside. <laughs> Oh, so now we're just going to have terroristic acts. I, I I don't know. The main problem is, man, I try to be a polite neighbor. If I'm going to swoop, go split or whatever. He stands in the spot where I like to stand and swoop. I splits and yells. So I'm like, I'm going to see him. Right. It's turf war. Ugh, I can't. I know. Dude, that's, that's my whole point. Like, dude, I don't give a crap. Just not on this block. Right. This is my home. Right. I, I want to be able to smoke my spliff in peace. I want to be able to go to bed without some guy yelling all the time. Yeah, and like and I want to come home from work, not have to worry about whether or not you're going to be waiting to want to fight me in the alleyway. I can't believe that like, I was not expecting this story, man. Oh, now you see why I was like, hey, yeah. stay the course. I get it. I get it. I'm sorry to even question your dedication to the megacast. Clearly, you had a moment. Yeah, I mean, dude, this was literally like an hour and a half ago. Wow. And I love that you go to your guy at the apartment complex 
fully thinking, don't worry, sir, I'll take care of it. We'll call security. We'll call the cops, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, hey, man, if you're going to beat him up, just make sure you don't get it caught on camera. Yes. He's probably done with the guy, too. He's exactly. probably exhausted every, yeah. Yeah, that's why he's just like, all right, just go ahead. You're his opportunity. Right? He's probably like, you know, every other tenant just comes to me expecting that I can fix it. Look at me. I'm 110 pounds soaking wet. I can't fight this guy. You got Ted, who's boxed before, who's not a, no stranger to Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And by not a stranger to it, he's watched it on television. Right, done it for four months. Yes. It's go time, Ted. Uh, I know. Part of me wants to come into Seattle tonight and just be there. Right? <laughs> I'll be like old times. I'll be like, we're in San Francisco, minus the mushrooms and the search for weed. Yeah, I'm just, that's what's just like, it just, I don't know what it is. It just seems like every, every day, Steve, lately, it seems like I'm, I'm off having a good day. There's just something. Brings you down. Yes. Hell, man, no more of Ted versus the FCC. It's Ted versus the homeless guy outside of his house. <laughs> I know. Oh, my gosh. And I, right? And there's, there's, there's no way. Like, there, there's just, I don't win in that one, right? No. I'm either the guy just beating up on homeless people or this or that. Right. There is no, dude, honestly, you get in, look, man, I'm not one to tell you what to do. Obviously, you're a man of pride, and I respect that about you, and I, I probably would feel the same way, like, well, I've, I've got to settle this, but let's not. Also, forget your future, your career, yeah, what you I, do. I, I, do you want to do? Do I want to hurt my hand? But do you, okay, yeah. Let's let's break it down without the career. Do, do you really want to get into a fight at 35, 36, 36 no. years old with a homeless man who has nothing to lose? <laughs> no. Who is? Trust me, I'm with you, dude. <laughs> who is ready to go at a moment's notice in an alleyway with you? Yeah. And he's even willing to find out what time you're coming back, even though he probably has no concept of time nor a watch. So now he's going to be asking people all day long what time it is so that he makes sure he's back in time to be able to fight you. Yeah. This guy's got nothing to lose. It's not worth it. I know. I know. Se- secondly, I am a I am 100% confident you can hold your own in this situation. I've been there with you. I've witnessed you. I know you're a man of aggression when you need to be. <laughs> when I need to be. When Terrible Ted comes out, there's no stopping Terrible Ted. He will shut it down and make sure nothing else happens. Tonight on Como 4 News, radio personality, and this time they get it right, the Ted Smith from the men's room on KISW beats up a homeless man. We'll be back after four or whatever. Back after four. This is the one time they'll be like Ted Smith from the Megacast. Right. They will get all of your information. They, they will list the podcast, the Mega, and we, the Megacast does not need that kind of reputation. I don't know what you do on the podcast with Matt and, and Cobb. I'm sure he beats up people in Austin right now. Whatever. The men's room. I don't know what Miles and Thrill are doing. It's probably Robin. She's probably punching babies and stuff. The Megacast is a podcast of peace, love, and tranquility. That's what I'm saying. I mean, literally, I just looked at it and said, we're not doing this today. And then it was turned into, I'll meet you in the alley. We'll go right now. <laughs> oh, man, it's not worth it. No, and I, I know, know you know it's not. I, know, I just, I can't explain to you. And I was like, we're not doing this tonight. And I, like, I can't scream in here. But he was as close as you are to me. Oh he goes, ah, ah, I'll yell when I want to yell. Ah. That what he said? <laughs> yes. He literally, I said, we're not doing this tonight. Ah. I'll yell if I want to yell. Oh, I just, How old is this guy, you think? In his mid-40s. Okay. So in the tail of the tape, you have the upper hand. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, but you're right. And I'm like, I just want to go. I just don't want him to be. The, that's why I literally, because right. he kept chirping. And, and I just said, what is your problem, man? Uh-huh. Like, just go to another block. Like, whatever. Also, like, 
I know the halfway house. I know some of those people sell drugs. They're not selling them to you because you sit out here and yell all night. They never come out. They never give you anything. Like, move along. I feel like I'm almost doing the drug dealer in my neighborhood's business. I love that you're having like a heart-to-heart life coaching with this guy. Like, look. You're so you're so problematic that the drug dealers don't want to have anything to do with you. Right. They won't sell you to you. Like, move along. So when you said, what is your deal? What did he say? Nothing. Nothing. I just said, what is your problem, man? Yeah. Oh, you think you're better than me? And I said, what is your problem? Like, why are you out here yelling? I'll yell if I want to. All right. You think he'd be willing to come on the megacast and be the third mic? You know, we, we, it seems like we're never going to get Luke Wilson back. Yeah, no kidding. We're look at Ted's new best friend. Jeez. Right, so that was my morning. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking at all the notes I have, and it's not nearly as awesome as that. And you're right. Like, it's just at the moment when there's another man and just screaming at your face, that's just like, ah. Oh. And then there was a ton of people. Who he goes, oh, you got your nice jacket on. Like, yeah, because I have, God damn it. And it's like, I like, I like how he's shaming you for Creating a life where you can afford things. And 99% of the people that live in that halfway house or whatever, they're fine. Yeah. Like, there's never an incident. Like, a couple of them hit me up for change or whatever, and I was like, hey, man, you see me out here every night. All right, my bad. Like, it's that simple. Right. But it's that 1% of just like... That guy. Right. So what happens tonight? Because you know, your luck, the way your day is going, he's going to be out there. Yeah. So what happens? Like, how do you handle that? And I'm not saying that to be a troublemaker. I'm not saying that to be funny. Like, that's a legit concern I have from time to time when you have those kind of situations where it's like, how do I, what's the next step? Well, that's the thing, right? It's kind of a weird situation because the cops can only do so much, right? Like, they show up, he shuts up. Like, what are they going to do? They're not going to run a sting operation and wait to watch him start yelling. Right. So, right. So, like, they'll show up, maybe scare him off, and then he comes back. So you just, right. That's why today I couldn't believe... Like, damn, like he's back already. Mm-hmm. So, and now he, kn- well, knowing him, he probably won't even remember who you, you think he's going to remember you now. So by tonight, he might not even realize it's you again. Well, maybe yeah. tonight. Uh, yeah, I wonder. He'll be out there yelling. Yeah. But I wonder if he'll see, oh, that's that guy again. I, you know, I don't, I don't know what it's like to be crazy. I mean, I know what it's like to be crazy, but that kind of crazy. I mean, it's right. It's one of two ways. Wow. Either he'll completely forget or he'll be sitting out there all day yelling. My idea, honestly. He's doing push-ups right now. I think now. he's going to be sitting out there yelling all day. <laughs> I think shadow boxing. Yeah, I think the cops are going to come by and scoop him up before I even get home. <laughs> cops show up and be like, what's going on? He's like, I'm training. But that's I'm why I was so tonight. angry, too. And he's like, well, let's go to the alley. And I was just like, yeah, you were so tough the other night. And the cops showed up and you shut up, right? Yeah. Ah! <laughs> Gosh, dude, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Wow, that makes my issues in life a lot more trivial. Like, I was going to share a couple other instances of who I hate at the gym. I have more people now that I hate besides just the locker guy. Yeah. But that, and it's ruining Christmas. Like, I'm Mr. Christmas, but it is very hard to get fired up uh, right now. Dude, that is rough. Well, speaking of ruining Christmas, when we come back. All right. I've got the world's worst pastor who tried to ruin Christmas for a bunch of kids. All right. It's the most messed up audio you're going to hear. Is this the guy in the mall? Uh, it might be. I'm not sure. All right. Well, when we get back, we'll figure that out. When uh, hopefully Terrible Ted's in a better mood. Yeah. When the megacast returns. Jeez, holy crap, man. These guys have a future, and that future is to return after this quick break. The megacast will be back.
this holiday season. Make sure you're ready for company with new Relative Be Gone. In convenient aerosol form, Relative Be Gone is powerful enough to rid your home of racist uncles. That guy was a lazy... Deadbeat brothers-in-law. And everyone's favorite, cheap ass Hope you don't mind, I brought the cat. One can of Relative Be Gone can totally rid your house of extended family in just nine minutes. Making it possible for you and your immediate family to enjoy the holidays the way they were meant to be enjoyed. Alone. Relative Be Gone. Ask your grocer. Need some relief? I've got the answer for you. It's Ted and Steve. The Megacast is back. Terrible Ted, how you feeling now? Okay, who was that? Uh, 6 a.m. Oh, all right. And at 6 p.m., Ted will be taking on a homeless man. 6 p.m. <laughs> Ted versus the city. Ted versus the world. You know, I got that Migs versus the world of wrestling shirt that's available at the Defy Wrestling shows. We need to get one that just says Ted versus the world. Ted versus the city. I like that. Right. I'm like, I'm like, you're not going to meet many people that are like, I don't care. You can sell drugs around here. You can take right. drugs around here. I don't, right. Just I'll, stop I'll, the yelling. I'll point out which dealers sell what. Just shut the F up. I mean, there is, all right, just one more thing. Yeah. There is sirens constantly in my neighborhood, right? And I can sleep through them, mm-hmm. but I can't explain to you the piercing of a guy yelling like right below your window. Like it wakes you up. No, it's, it's unnerving. Dude, that's like when I uh, tried to live in Capitol Hill and by saying tried, I legit lasted maybe four nights in Capitol Hill. When we worked at the old building, all right, you know where the well, you lived right by. I would have been like your neighbor technically. All right, so you were, you know, where the city market is. Yeah, you go around the corner and I think it's like Summit. Is oh the yeah, there's an apartment complex that I moved into, and across the street, I didn't know this until the first night that I spent there, is a female psych ward. Whoa! There goes a helicopter. I mean, yeah, pretty lights, ADD. That's really close. Yeah, man. Where's that helicopter going? To the hospital, you think? Is it Grey's Anatomy? I don't know. It's only like those Coast Guard ones. They cruise right down I-5. It's crazy. Yeah, I think that was a military one. Sorry. That no. was a big helicopter. No, I'm Dude, just saying we- for people, that was a big helicopter that just like... If we had a soundproof studio that we were in, we wouldn't have even noticed it. But we felt it, we saw it, and we heard it. So anyway, so I lived there for a few days. The first night that I stayed there, across the street from us, from us, me, I was by myself, was... Uh, Female psych inpatient place. I don't even know what it's technically called. A bunch right. of crazy women. All right. And not in the fun sex way. Like I'm talking about like mm, yeah. like people who be yelling out of your apartment. That kind of stuff. So first night, I'm getting ready to go to bed. You know, I don't have much. I don't have like just basically a couch, a, a futon, and that was it. I was relatively new to living in Seattle. I just got a job at the end, and I thought it'd be kind of cool to be able to walk to work. Me too. <laughs> I don't know what it is about being able this woman is yelling bloody murder. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I look outside and it's just a woman smoking a cigarette, screaming. 
Yeah. And I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me. Find out the next day, talking to one of the other people that are in the I'm like, hey, man, what's what happened last night with that woman? And, and they're like, oh, you don't know, blah, blah, blah. Tell me. And I'm like, I got to get out of here. There's no way in hell I'm going to be able to put up with that. So I was supposed to like stay there. And I, I didn't have like a, an actual legit lease, like where it was like, you know, a six month lease. It was a month to month type of a thing. I just bagged out right away. I just packed up all my stuff. I left a note for the, the, the landlord guy. He was crazy too. He would, you'd have to make sure to let him know if anyone was coming to visit you after 11 o'clock at night. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So it's like, I'm like, if you have a booty call, right. I'm going to be like, I need to, uh, just to let you know, um, I just got horny and I contacted this chick. She's probably about 15 minutes out. So I just wrote a note that was a complete lie. It just said, hey, man, I'm assuming since I haven't heard back from you that you got my voicemail. I didn't leave a voicemail or anything like that. I was just like, I need to get I moved out in the middle of the night and just said, sorry, with my family emergency, I got to move back to New York. My apologies. Take care. <laughs> and it was before like all like the email and social media and all that. Yeah. I got... Never heard from the guy again. So, I mean, I, I did pay my first month. I just was he's like, got out. Yeah, I'm just sorry. I'm done. I'm, I don't even want to talk to you. Like, oh, you freaked me out. That guy was weird. He was, regardless, I'm with you, man. Like, that, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it just sucks. Right? You know, the last thing you need is when you're home and you just want to downtime, you want to unwind. The last thing you need is some guy yelling outside of your place. Yeah. Oh. Move to Puyallup. Yeah, no kidding, right? Some houses available. Yeah, if you follow up, I can afford. I was going to say. got to buy a car and start commuting. Well, you know, you take the good, you take the bad. <laughs> facts of life. Living in Seattle. First hill. Well, anyways, let's talk about this pastor. Dude, I heard this audio and I'm like, I got to save this. It's a pastor by the name of David Grisham. He's a self-described Christian evangelist. So All you right. already know he's one of those guys. All right. He's the guy to be outside of like a ACDC concert yelling and screaming about all of us going to hell. That type of a guy that makes anyone who believes in God look bad because of this kind of a moron. That's what Jesus did, though, dude. Just yelled at people outside of an ACDC concert? Constantly. Yeah. If you, if you read the Bible, that's his whole thing. He hated Malcolm Young. Yeah. Yeah. Hated it. Right. He's like, hell's bells. I'm against this. Yep. Yep. Uh, for those about to rock, not Jesus. Not Mm-mm. saluting you. Mm-mm. So this guy, a bunch of kids, I guess, are waiting to meet with Santa at the Santa Claus house in North Pole, Alaska. How cool would that be? All right. And he decides, I'm going to let them and their parents know what's up, that this is not Santa Claus and that Santa Claus is not real. Dude, it is. It When you hear, it's just like. Imagine, like, I mean, if, if you're going to look up douchebag in the dictionary, it would be this pastor. Mm-hmm. Hi, folks. Hi, kids. My name is Pastor David. I wanted to tell you guys that the real reason for the season for Christmas is about Jesus. Poor kids. Like, I I just want to, I want a candy cane and, and I want my toy. Yeah. And I get it. Look, I'm a guy who goes to church. I understand that that's, some people get annoyed with how commercialized Christmas is. Whatever, man. Like... You could do both. You could enjoy Christmas. You could also believe in God. And it's possible. Religious people. Like I grew up Catholic. Yep. You, you you have to move past this. Like Christmas is a holiday. Right. It has nothing to do with religion anymore. No. If you're a Christian or a Catholic and you believe in Jesus' birthday, cool. But to keep walking around going, the true meaning of Christmas is like, no, it's not. Most of these people are never going to go to a church on Christmas. Right. They're celebrating Santa and getting gifts. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, so just that argument is even just like, stop. Just let it go. Right? 
Jesus. And I wanted to tell you. And hang kids. on, one more thing. Okay. And also, Jesus right. was born in the spring. Right. The census would have been in the spring. There's no reason they would have traveled there. Like, like if you really want to get into it, religious guy. <laughs> Did you say the census? Do you think that's why his? That's why Joseph and Mary were in Bethlehem because it was a census. That's why oh, there was no I, hotels. I, I, I you were talking about like the census that we deal with now that tells us like how many people. No, are no, this- no. Like literally, they were ta- the Romans were taking a census to see how many people lived in the empire. That's why they were in Bethlehem. But they would have taken place in the spring right. if it had been in the winter time. That baby probably would have. I mean, it would have froze in that manger. Could have been a hot winter, right? <laughs> To tell you kids today, too, that Santa Claus does not exist. Santa Claus is not real. The man you're going to meet today is a man wearing a suit like a costume, and it's make-believe. It's not real. Why are you doing this? Right. Why are you that awful of a human being that you want to just destroy some kid's day? And more importantly, destroy the parents' day because now they got to deal with that crap. If I was a dad, not a man, look, I'm a man who told you you should not fight a homeless man. I'd have no problem with somebody punching this guy right in the face. I, you know what I would have said? Not, not here. Not today. Not today. Not today. I'll see you after my job. Right? And it's make-believe. It's not real. Inappropriate. There are no reindeer, flying reindeers. There's no... Uh... Yes, ma'am? Uh, we understand that you have your beliefs, but everybody else has their beliefs as well. If you would not interfere with our other customers, we really appreciate well, I'm not interfering. I'm just telling them the truth, and then I'll leave. I'll be yeah. done in about a minute. No, sir. She said leave. Sometime. There you go. That's and it. That, and that, she said leave. And that's that, Ted right there. Jesus? That's Ted right there. Yeah. Look, sir, I'm going to have to take you into the alley and show you what's up. Do you shut the F up about Santa Claus? God. What's wrong with people, man? I, it's amazing to me, right? And you know what it is? I just don't think people have any common sense or any common decency. Like, whatever your belief is, why are you going to crap on some kid's moment? Ooh, Santa's not real. Thanks, dick. Yeah. And what are you getting out of this besides being self-righteous? Right. Which I apologize. I remember again. That's why Jesus did everything so that people could know how great he was. That's true. So that's my bad. <laughs> you clearly missed that chapter. Yeah. I don't get it either. I, I, do you think that group of people that you just completely ruined their day are going to look at you and go, you know what, sir? Tell me more about your religion. I'm thinking about joining your team. Yeah. It's no different than the people who knock on your door. You're inconveniencing me. We're off to a bad start. You're not selling Girl Scout cookies. Why are you here? <laughs> I'm not going to change my religion because you knocked on my door and inconvenienced me. I might have been taking care of myself at that moment. Would you like to shake my hand? I'm just right. Like, what does that guy get out of that besides being a self-righteous D? Nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. And and, and that's it, evil. Yeah. Like you're just ruining kids' Christmas to ruin them. Not only ruining Santa, but also the reindeer. Yeah. Next thing you know, he's going to talk about Frosty <laughs> and the elves. Like, look, I talked to the men's room about how Rudolph might be a woman. And people got fucked. But I mean, like, oh, I want to hear this theory. <laughs> All right. Is it because of the red nose? Is that like some kind of like menstrual thing? Um, it's mainly because of the antlers. Oh. Both male and female reindeers grow antlers. Generally, male reindeer will have shed their antlers by December. The females would still have some. And technically, or generally, they do have rosier noses. But I'm just kind of being a smart ass. And that's listening to the men troop. Right. Like, I, I wouldn't sit there with a child and argue whether or not reindeer were real. No. Anybody who debunks Santa Claus to a child deserves to just, like, live a miserable life. Yeah. It's the worst of the worst. 
Like, I don't even talk about Santa not being real on the morning show. Like, I feel comfortable here. Oh, man. Who knows? Maybe I don't think anybody's listening to this with their children. Right. Or the- <laughs> I hope not. If so, this is all make-believe. Santa's real. That guy's a douche. Not a dick. Don't use that word. Your parents won't appreciate it. <laughs> don't fight homeless people, kids. Right. <laughs> no matter how mad they get you. She said, enough. That, I love that person. He's yeah. just like, look, buddy. I'm surprised nobody didn't punch him. Yeah, right? I just I don't understand it. I don't understand anybody anymore, Ted. Like I talk about, I'm, I went to the gym before we started the podcast, yeah. you know, they usually do. And um, at first, it used to, my only issue was with the locker guy. Yeah, well, yeah. I still have issues with. He still scowls at me. He's still like... This is weird, like, he's trying to be the alpha male in this, and he's upset that I'm taking his locker. So, like, they're, like he always takes the locker right next to mine. He kind of crowds on my space when I'm in there, when he's in there, too. Like, it's getting to the point where you're going to fight the homeless man, and I'm going to fight the guy that's right next to me in the lockers. Jesus Christ. But now on top of it, I also don't like him because him and his little crew, like, he's got a bunch of people who kiss his ass. I think he must yeah. be a boss right. somewhere in this building. Because they're all talking to him, and he holds court in the in right by the way, like the the, the dumbbells are, and all the the workout machines are. So I got even with my headphones on, I have to hear them all kissing his ass, yeah, and him talking about the Hawks game and giving stupid analysis. And I just want to jump in and be like, "You're a moron! Shut the f up!" That's not the that's I'm not even like the biggest football analyst, and I'm telling you what you're saying is stupid. But I don't want to get involved in that. Now I got another guy who I hate. All right. There's this guy who constantly, when I'm on the uh, elliptical, he's constantly coughing and he doesn't cover his mouth. And there's only two of these kind of ellipticals. Like they have a whole bunch of other machines, but I like this one kind. All right. Apparently he does too. So we're always sharing elliptical. Like we're always next to each other. And he's got the super short shorts and it's not like in the cool Luke Wilson kind of way. It's not techno Thursday. And he coughs with his mouth open. Doesn't cover his mouth. That's odd. Oh, it's it's like, dude. Is it like a like I'm sick or is it like a smoker's cough? I thought it was him sick at first, but this has been going on for months. Jeez. He needs to get it checked out. Watch, he's got some awful illness and I'm just the guy that's crapping on him. But it's just like a, I don't know. And then I go is it in like there. Out front? Is it is he at least try to like side it? Oh no, he's just shooting it straight forward. That's crazy. I hope he doesn't do it sideways because then it'll hit me. Well, I don't know which side. I'm just saying I could fathom maybe you're on elliptical being like <laughs> Yeah. No, no. He's but, just doing his thing, just fully mouth open coughing. Damn. And then, same guy. Eventually, a, a Lug's going to fly out. Right. And it's going to hit the window. And yeah. then I'm going to have to look at that. Mm, sweet Lugie. <laughs> Sir. Sir. Buy some sh- longer shorts. Sir. Sir. About to see your balls hanging from there. <laughs> and then he's the guy that, you know, uses the shower. That's not, not the issue. How dare he get clean? Right. Towels up. And then just leaves the towel on the bench. There's a giant. Throw it in the hamper. There's a hamper ten feet away from the bench. Nobody wants to pick up your wet towel. And it's like he also seems to like to get ready next to me. So I get out of the shower after he's already left, and I know he left, and I know it's him because it's him all the time. His freaking towels are always on the bench. So now you're stuck in the same spot I am. Do you just say the hell with these guys? I don't want to deal with them and move your locker, or do you just out of spite stay in that space and? Sometimes then I'm the only one in that locker, and when I'm leaving, other people are coming in, and I'm thinking, they probably think that's me that's leaving the towel. 
Yeah, there's probably people that hate you. Right. They're like, oh, there goes that guy. Towel guy. Towel guy. Right. Who's always cramping our, our co-worker's locker. Yeah. He's towel locker guy. I'm done. I should just stop working out. Well, I, don't, I wouldn't say that. Maybe just not there. But it's so cheap. <laughs> right? I guess you get what you paid for. Well, this has been a very fun podcast. We have been pissy the last couple. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Man, 2017 overall, I'm just like... Are we done? I just want to make it to Christmas. Enjoy my Christmas holiday. 2018, fresh start. I have a question for you. Also. I, mean, I got to be honest with you. Even the other day, I was talking to a friend, uh-huh. and they're like, well, don't worry. Stay positive and this and that. And I was like, I'm tired of that crap. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm Mr. Positive generally, but I was like, I am upset. It's You know what? It's just now the miserable Migs and terrible Ted show. Yeah, which is fine, because in two weeks we'll have time off, it'll be Christmas, hopefully yelling guy will go somewhere for the holidays. It's too cold for him to be outside. That's the only reason I miss the rain. <laughs> you can just get a sprinkler and just just pour water on him. You know what? That's what I should do. I should stand in the little, because there's like, you go out of the garage and then there's like a little cage with like a second door. Mm-hmm. I should just tur- I should just spray him with the hose from in there. All of a sudden, you're treating him like a rambunctious cat. God. <laughs> Quit scratching that. <laughs> what if you set up like a little sprinkler system, you know, and just have it hanging from your thing? Just have a remote. And then whenever he's acting a fool, just walk into your living room, wherever it's plugged into, and just turn the faucet on and just go back to whatever you're doing. Just spritz them. Yeah. Are you paying extra? Are you paying your utilities or is that just included in the bill? Now I'm paying my utilities. All right, maybe this is not a good idea. Honestly, I think the bottom line is this. Water balloons. I'm going to call the cops again. I'm going to buy a thing of mace. And next time, I'm just going to mace them. (laughs) (laughs) And the next thing you do, if that doesn't work, you shoot him. Well, my first thought, honestly, was like, I have a machete. I'm going to come down here tonight <laughs> with a machete. But then the problem is, if you bring a machete down, you're going to have to use the machete. Right. I mean, that's the issue with guns, too. If you pull a gun on somebody, you better be ready to use it. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'll mace them. I have a taser. Well, it's oh, a stun gun. Nice. You could do that. Yeah. Just be like, that thing's scary. Just because it looks like you see that current going, 100,000. Does it zap them enough? I don't know. I mean, we've only used it to zap people on the butt. All right, and the leg, and it, it it it'll shock you. It's more of like I think visually will scare him. Yeah, you want to borrow it? Would you like to borrow it for tonight, just in I, case. I don't know. I, I I just want to go home and chill out, and not have a guy screaming bloody murder outside my place. Right. Well, I mean, you know, I just don't want to see you in the news for <laughs> killing a man. Right. <laughs> so like, I'm gonna get some mace, and I'm going to mace him. Have you ever maced anybody? No, I but that's what I'm saying. Either. Like today, literally, I shook my head and just said, "We're not doing this today." And then it turned. I mean, he was five. Like, like I said, as close as you are, right? Being like, "All right, well, let's go to the alley and settle it." So I'm like, "Does if he it's, have a full head of hair?" I don't know. He wears some crappy old hat. Sometimes that bothers me. Well, I'm just saying, like, I, I like obviously I can't get into a physical altercation with the guy, right? But if he threatens me again, then I'll just I'll just mace him. Could you imagine if you showed up to work and you had like scratched up knuckles, maybe like a, a cut? So I'm on saying your- I got like a broken hand because I got in a fight with a. With a hobo? <laughs> Ted versus the hobo. Jesus. Oh, man. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, you yeah. know, in order to be prepared, you do have to 
Get you 10 can, more push-ups? Yeah, you want to be swole yeah. in case you guys have to fight. You want to have strength. And the best way to have strength is to do more push-ups. Yeah. All right, so we're going to do this. And I noticed that um, Ellen's in the other room doing her shift. All right. And I don't know if she's ever seen us do push-ups. Well, I don't think she will. Yeah, but she'll just see us both just dip on the ground. And then pop up. It's going, I hate this studio. <laughs> if I mean, we're going to be miserable and terrible. We might as well just embrace it. And just, just do it at the house. And just bitch all the time. This is a podcast of us just bitching. I know. We're just going to put Which people in bad never mood. the main cast. No. I feel bad, but I'm just right. like, that's why I swore and I was just like, I got to talk about this again on the Megacast. Yeah. They're, they're like, I'm, I swear to God, I'm not trying to be Mr. Debbie Downer in December. I'm just like, oh, and it's okay. It's for a lot of years and a lot of things have gone my way. And I get it. Mm-hmm. You're just going to have setbacks. And I'm just right. in one of those down periods and it'll swing back up. Yeah. yeah. But, Hopefully... But, when are we hoping this is going to happen? This week? I don't know, January? <laughs> I'm dead serious, dude. Dude, I hear you, man. It's been a weird few months. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in the feeling. I, I, I feel like the Megacast listeners, I mean, I, we got a few messages from people from last week's podcast, but I was kind of like, oh, was that a, how was that? And then you always hear from people like, no, despite it being a train wreck, we found great entertainment, and there were plenty of funny moments despite the attitude that you guys had. I was like, okay, cool. I hope that this is the same. Yeah, and I hope people can understand. Like, Steve and I still are having fun. Like, we're smiling during right. this. Yeah. Yeah, it just, that's why it's also just the time I get to talk to Steve. I'm just like, can you believe what's going on? I can't believe that. I genuinely did not expect that this, this is where the podcast was going to go. Yeah. I thought we were going to talk a little bit about the weird pastor. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about, I have a gift card issue going on. Um, I had an incident with one of my uh, family members, my wife's family members, where I had to shut him down. Jesus. Let's oh. just do these push-ups. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that's bringing us down, man. And next week will be our our last one of the year. Merry Christmas. And that should be the one where we're really angry. Where we're not even holding back. Like, this is us holding back. We should, you know what? Scratch that. Maybe Because I guess they're going to get a tree. Maybe yeah. we'll figure out an evening time one. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I'm going to be off. All right. So we can make something happen. All right. Yeah. All right. Nice. Yeah. All right, well, everyone who's listening, as always, we appreciate you. Yeah, thank now, you, guys. Now more than ever. Yeah, now, we almost, need you. Right, you're almost like our therapist, but you can't talk back to us. We just bitch and bitch for an hour or 44 minutes. Uh, go Sounders. Go Sounders. Big game this weekend. Yeah. MLS Cup. That I'm excited about. Well, if they win the Cup, that could be the turnaround. Oh, boy, I hope they don't lose. Ted might kill the homeless man if they lose. Like, you can't even go outside and do your champagne shower. No, exactly right. Not in that kind of environment. No. No. Ugh. All right. You know what's going to make us feel better? Biscuit. If only we could fly. If we could fly, you could fly straight into your uh, apartment and not even have to worry about the homeless man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Let's get 10. Can you feel it? Here we go. Yeah, she's looking at us like we're weird. Yeah. Not weird at all. Just a couple dudes dropping down to the ground to do some push-ups. Nice thing is, I got my jeans tailored, so I'm feeling good. You look good. Yeah. Shirt looks good on you. <laughs> oh. 
All right, you can follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. Yeah, man. Look for me in the news. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mason.